Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host. Today's release is a little bit later than normal. And the reason that is, is because I lost my voice this last weekend and I was going to put a guest on because I wasn't able to do my own podcast yesterday. But Decided not to and realized that it was better to come on here myself, even if it was a little later than the normal release. So I'm coming on here. My voice is still a little scratchy. And there is a reason behind that, which I will share, because this is part of the process of what is unfolding for me in my life and the experiences that I am choosing to do differently than before. If you have been listening for a while, you know that I have been moving through a shift. I have been moving through a lot of liberation of the voice, a lot of releasing some things and people that no longer were in alignment with me and my purpose and what I'm here to bring releasing them through love, not through anger or reaction or anything like that, like previously in my life. When diving into the Gene Keys, I learned, because Richard Rudd is an amazing human, so if you do not know about the Gene Keys, please go to the Gene Keys website. You are able to enter in your birth date, birth time, and birthplace, and are able to get your free gene keys, activation, Venus, and pearl sequence, which is your profile. I can also do this for you. If you have not gotten your human design chart from me yet, and you would like me to run your chart, you can also ask me to run your gene keys, because I am able to do that. So If you have reached out for me or to me and asked me for your chart and I've sent it to you, or if you do not have your chart yet and would like that, please let me know. Fill out the information on my website, which is miranda-mitchell.com. You can go on there and click on get it and enter in your information. And within that space, you can actually leave a note that says, I would also like my gene keys activation. That way I can run it for you and I can send it your way as well. And for those that have already done it, you can also re-enter your information and just let me know gene keys only because then I can do that for you as well. 
The gene keys, what it has truly given me is the deep awareness of the subtle energies within that I personally feel came to me at the right timing. Everything comes to us in the right timing. This includes relationships. This includes ahas. This includes clients. This includes everything, experiences. It comes to you in the right time if you are ready and aware of it. I have found that sometimes the same experience comes to you numerous times, kind of asking you, are you ready to see what is happening? <laughs> Do you see the synchronicity? And in that moment, if you are so obsessed or in something else, you do not see it, it releases, but then it, yeah, it comes back. It comes back again, like seeding. Are you ready now? And eventually you get to the space that you see it and you're ready. It is the universe guiding us to see if we've been doing our work, to see if we've been letting ourselves receive to see if we've let go of the conditioning of the doing, if we are able to learn to tune into our intuition and our guidance that is there for us, or are we so obsessed with what we think we should be doing that we don't see it? The gene keys came to me after human design because human design gave me that tangible evidence, that, that, that roadmap that I could visually see that I could say, oh, wow, I have conditioning, deep conditioning here. I have deep forgiveness for myself now because of seeing this and understanding this. And then going into the layers of the archetypes of astrology and going into the layers of the lines and going into the deconditioning with repetition over and over and over and over again. And I know I've been talking about repetition a lot, but I'm side noting this. This last weekend, I had this experience, sound, intense sound healing, holy moly, amazing, and kirtan, and within that, she explained the repetition, and it was such a beautiful reminder that it is the repetition of going back, and I say this all the time in human design and deconditioning. It's a repetition of going back. It is not going to be done the first time you do this. And the layers upon layers, you're always going to have to go back. But it's never at the same exact moment. And you're never the same exact person. You are going back and repeating, but you're a different. And that's the beauty of it. So if you find yourself going back and getting frustrated with, oh my gosh, I'm going back to this experience or I'm going back to this trigger, you are different. It's not the same experience. It's not the same because you're different. You've already become aware of that before. So you're not going backwards. You're still going forwards, even if you're going back. I want to preface in my embodied voice, I have a student that loves the permission to go back because he always thought he had to go forward. So I wanted to preface this. We are different when we go back. Even though we're going back, we are not the same. We're not the same person. It is not the same trigger. It is a deeper layer of the trigger because we have conditioned our entire lives. So regardless of how old you are, we have years, years upon years upon years upon years of conditioning, of 
creating our life around a belief. And that's just one belief. How many beliefs do we truly have? Think of that. So the repetition I wanted to preface. And going back to the Gene Keys. The Gene Keys came to me after. I was already diving into human design for numerous years and doing the deconditioning for like, I don't even, with my yoga and everything, over 20 years I've been doing this deconditioning. And it came to me because it was the more subtle energies. I was able to get the gross energies, gross meaning the top layers, you know, where I can actually find the stillness and silence and the gratitude in the little things. Before I always had to see huge amounts of change and huge aha moments to be able to say, oh, I'm doing the work. But now it's more the subtle energies. There's not this huge, yes, right now there's a lot of hugeness going around that I will definitely go into, but it's the subtle layers that move into the huge. So it doesn't have to be this one moment of huge awakening or huge awareness that makes me realize that I'm doing the work. And when I say the work, this is, I'm not going to say it a different way. So many people have asked me, like, they don't like the word work. And I understand. But I'd like for you to maybe shift your perspective on what the word work means. We have this belief that work is hard, right? We work nine to five. We have to work to make money. We have to work as an adult. We don't get to have fun. It's all about work, 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 work. And it is this perspective on the word work that makes us cringe and not enjoy it. But when you are able to recognize that work really means growth and job, job is not work. Job is what we have conditioned ourselves to believe work is. And we can shift that perspective. We can enjoy ourselves with work. We can have fun while we work. And that brings me to something that I've been working through right now. Well, let me go back to the work. The work is when we when we look at it as growth and we can look at it with a perspective of I'm moving towards something and I can do this with fun and ease, then the work it doesn't have to be hard. It is our perspective on what work means. So I'd like to invite you to reflect, maybe journal, like what does work, when I say the word work, what comes up for me? What beliefs, what do I think work is? How does the word work feel in my body? And then after you write that down and reflect, ask yourself, what if I could change the word or the energy of work towards more fun. How could I bring more fun into the word work? And the reason I'm saying that is because I'm not going to shift the word work. I'm not going to make it lighter. I'm not going to make it easier. And the reason that is, is I'm honestly here to be brutally honest. I am not here to sugarcoat things. But that does not mean that I'm not compassionate. I am the most, for those that know me, I am the most compassionate and loving person 
when I see you doing the work. And I used to feel like I needed to be softer. But I'm not here to be softer. I am the cross of tension. I would not be my energy if I was making myself be softer so that people understood me or liked me or valued me or wanted to work with me. Because honestly, if you need that softer aspect, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have our own stuff in our chart. We all have our own. We're here to learn something. But if you enjoy the softer, you're just not here to really work with me. And I had to really dive into that and accept that and love that about myself because I do create tension. I do provoke. I mean, provocation is in my son. If I provoke you, good. But maybe see it from a perspective of, wow, I'm provoking you because I love you. I'm provoking you because there's something there. It's not to make you angry. It's not to make you mad. It's not for you to lash out at me or dislike me. I mean, that is your choice. You can totally want it. You can do that. But if you want to do that, maybe just take a moment and ask yourself, what is it that she's triggering me? Because there's something there and I'm provoking that and I'm doing it with love because I love you. I love everybody. And if I can provoke you, good. I appreciate it. And the word work, again, I'm not making it softer. It takes time. It takes patience. But if you shift the word or the perspective of the word to something else, it is softer, but I'm not changing the word because it is work. It is work. It's not the work that you feel like it is when you think of a job, though. And I've also learned this with my Mercury being in Scorpio. I'm truly definitely here to talk about the darker stuff to, I mean, think of it, cross of tension. The cross of tension has the gate 48, which is inadequacy, which is my son, which I'm definitely learning to love my inadequacies and embrace them when I see them. It has the 21, which is control, authority, like using my voice as an authority figure. In the lowest expression, it is control, which I totally realized in my younger years. Yes, that is what I did. But now I'm like, I am, I am here to speak in authority to guide others, fully stepping into that. The 38, hello, fighter, fighter energy, here to fight, not to physically fight, although in the lowest expression, I can physically get into alterations or get into alterations that do not, that do not support me, that really are not in alignment with who I am. However, I am here to fight for what I believe in. And what I believe in is we as a society, as humanity, have lost ourselves. We've lost our voices. We have conditioned ourselves into, we are conditioned. We are totally out of alignment. We do not know who we are. And I am here to create tension and here to provoke for you to think about that and to step into it. And if you don't want to right now, okay. But I'm not going to make myself be less than or softer. And then the provocation. Provoking. That is my cross. If you step into your incarnation cross and you dive into the energetics of that cross unapologetically, then things start to unfold. Now, unfolding does not mean it's going to be easy. 
because it's not. It is hard. When you have created your entire life about what you think someone wants or who you think you should be or not understanding who you are, everything falls apart. Relationships fall apart. Friendships fall apart. Belief in yourself falls apart. Business falls apart. The way that you parent falls apart. The way that people see you fall apart. The way that people talk to you fall apart. And my question is, are you strong enough to stand in your own, to know who you are, and take that energy in with love and continue? Or are you going to let that be something that is not? Meaning, are you going to let that show to you, ooh, wait a minute, I have created all this, this life around myself about who I am not but there was safety and security and I knew who I was and people liked me and I was viewed a certain way. I had a job. I had all these things. So I'm going to stay safe because what this, this chaos that is around me is proving to me that this is not true when in fact it's the other because you have created this foundation, this building around yourself that is not true to who you are. It has to crash down. It has to. So are you strong enough? Can you let yourself be in that space and still love yourself and own it and cry and feel fear, which I definitely am. I feel numerous times, oh my gosh, am I, am I making this stuff up? Am I making my life an entire mess right now because everything's shifting? I've lost friends that mean a lot to me, or at least our friendship has changed, but it's okay. My relationship with my partner has changed, and it's not considered socially normal, and there's judgment, and that's okay. Does that mean sometimes I I question? Of course. The businesses that I have, one of them is changing and shifting along with another I'm shifting my niche and going deeper into that. And because of that, there's been kind of a stillness and there's been a pause. As a manager, we're used to constantly going, right? And of course, there's fears like, oh my gosh, is is this true? Is this accurate? Or am I messing everything up? But then I reflect on, well, was I happy here? Was I using my voice? authentically here. Maybe to a point I was. Was I enjoying myself here? I'm a Sagittarius rising and Sagittarius north node. This is all about inner movement, inner travel, inner awareness, as well as external travel being out and about. I have numerous four lines in my chart. The most lines I have in my chart are four lines. Four lines are all about community, connection, opportunities to the people you meet, travel, Sagittarius, being the teacher. In my South Node, I'm Gemini. So Gemini for me is what I've already mastered, the student. I am here to be that authority. And yet I never was never, I wasn't stepping into it because of the relationships that I had, I believed that their power was more. My power was not as pronounced because of my undefined G-center and my inadequacy, my open head and ajna, 
and my perfectionism and all of these things. Because of that, chaos is surrounding me. I'm having the most fun in my Chiron. It is in the fifth house. It is all about seriousness and the lowest expression, as well as the mother wound. I had been living my entire life in this seriousness. And I had created this belief that if in my profession, and career is a lot for me, because I have in my son, it is in house 10. That is career. I have so many house 10s in my chart. I have a lot to do with career. Used to judge myself because career and connecting with people was so important for me, more so than sometimes my home life. And I judged myself because I love to be working with people and creating impact and having a purpose. And I used to judge myself on that because people would say, well, you know, you're spending so much time on this career aspect, but that's what I'm here to do. And once you are able to recognize that, you can let go of that. You can voice it to your partner. You can voice it to your family. You can voice it to whoever. Voice it to yourself. Within all of this, there's a lot of fears that show up. I'd come to the point that, you know, I've been having a lot of fun in the last six weeks. I started to get down on myself and question, oh my gosh, are you having too much fun? Are you not focusing on your work enough? But for me, it is about the fun that creates the space for creativity, that creates the space for work. I had conditioned myself and believed that I had to be responsible and responsibility meant no fun, but it doesn't have to be. And there's fear that comes up sometimes because you ask yourself, am I having too much fun and not focusing on the things that are going to provide? But the reality is it's a yes, my Chiron is in Aries. So Aries is about me. It is about being boldly me and independent. And Chiron is about fun and not responsibility or the balance between. So it's finding that belief and trust when things are falling apart, that you're doing things that are in alignment because you are going to have a mess before you get to see the light of the beauty and the stillness. And you get to embrace the mess. Embrace the chaos. Embrace the uncomfortable. I say that all the time. However, I was controlling the uncomfortable. It was like I was easing my toe in to the uncomfortable. Now I'm going full force. And that's scary. It's also amazing and a beautiful gift. Human design, the gene keys, stillness practices, and fun. Going deeper into your chart and having the awareness of what, truly, what, what are the things that you're here to learn? What are the things that you're going to heal the most from? Who is it that you're here to be? What grounds you? What is the energy that you're here to be? And then actually doing the work. The work is the hard part. There are a lot of people I've had readings with that get the information and they cry and they love all the information and they know it. But then the work is not done. And it's just there, just like waiting, waiting to be worked on, waiting to be acknowledged over and over again. The gift I have truly when you 
when I, I talked about it with the cross of tension, of course, provocation, of course, authority, of course, talked about this. The other beauty that I am here to give my clients and the people that choose to work with me, that I attract through my frequency, that want to do the work, that want that support to go deep within, to feel those fears and do it anyway. Also get the gift of one of my favorite channels, which is the 952. This is a format channel, and this channel I've been diving closer into because of recognizing the fact that it is a format channel. This channel is about focus and concentration. When you're in the energy of a person, you receive that energy as a gift as a gift to help support you or as a gift to recognize where you're out of balance or unbalanced or how you can recognize how they're unbalanced. We affect each other. The energy of who I am, the energy of who you are is a totally different energy when we come together because we affect one another and we get to use this awareness and these gifts as a way to help support us. There is also the unbalance, of course, but when you recognize it and you know it and you have the intention, it's different. So the channel, the 952, is truly about focus and concentration. I have the 52 in my unconscious Saturn. The 52 in the unconscious Saturn is in the sixth line. So I'm truly here to help bring this importance of stillness out into the world. And it's also a lesson of myself because when I was younger, I did not step into my stillness. It was all about external. And now the 52 has given me the awareness of the importance of stillness and being in my own energy at times. I also have the nine. And the nine is in my Neptune. Like, this is what I'm truly here to help support in. This is my spiritual connection. This is part of my work and purpose, which is focus. That's what I'm here to do for you guys, to bring this format channel into your aura so that you can focus and concentrate on the areas that you're here to learn about yourself so that you can step into your authentic voice, your purpose. Use your voice in a way to help yourself and humanity in whatever way that is. Going into the embodied voice. My program, The Embodied Voice, is magic. The people that are in this space are magic. Everything that is unfolding for these beautiful souls, I can't even express the gratitude and the amazement of these powerful beings in this space when they are expressing themselves authentically. What they've learned about themselves and what they've shared about themselves authentically through fear. All of these beautiful souls in this 
embodied voice, our emotional authority. I am not an emotional authority. I've learned through this embodied voice experience that I truly can, because of all my work that I've done in the 952, I am truly here to help guide and hold space for the emotional authority because I can hold that space in a way that is loving and compassionate and also create growth and tension through that focus and concentration of the awareness of what the emotional wave does for you. Going into the emotional wave and emotional authority, the emotional solar plexus is truly about creativity. It is about stepping into consciousness rather than living out of fight or flight or fear of the spleen. And as we're moving into 2027, we are moving away out of living out of the spleen to the emotional authority, which I have become aware of through the embodied voice is what I'm here to really focus on through creativity. With this awareness, I didn't realize I was going to share this, but I'm sharing this now because I'm putting it out there because I know this to be true. The people that I truly work with are the people that have emotional authority or those beautiful souls that have a totally open emotional solar plexus. And the reason that is, is because when you have an undefined or an open center, this is where you're here to become very wise. And going into my chart, I have this undefined. I have my G center undefined, which is love, direction, identity. And I have the head and Ajna undefined. The Ajna, totally open. So when you put these aspects together, I am here to help support creatives in finding who they are, deconditioning themselves so that they step into their authenticity through their voice. I have so much activation to my throat. I'm here to guide creatives. You, emotional authority or totally open emotional solar plexus into your creativity Understand who you truly are. Use your voice in a way that is in alignment with your human design and gene keys so that you create the most impact in this world. I am here as a seven. I have gate seven in my core wound in the gene keys, which is basically the humble leader. I am here to support all of you beautiful creatives so that you step into your self, your power, your voice to create that impact in the world on a huge level so that you are seen, you are valued, you are heard. And by doing that, that seven, that core wound of mine heals. Because I'm able to support you and be that, that guide. Und I don't want to say underneath because it's not a hierarchy. But that guide to really 
help you uplift into who you are. And with that, I am stepping into who I am. So that being said, there's so much I shared here. It's a little longer than normal. I'm very grateful that my voice held out. I would love to hear your feedback if there's anything that resonated. If you have any questions about what I shared, Thursday, definitely going into a teaching aspect. I know you've missed that. If you want to go deeper into a foundational reading or into your chart, there is the coupon provoking all capitals in the show notes so that you can schedule that. I would love to connect with you. If you want your chart and you haven't received that yet from me, go to my website, fill that out, enter your information, your birth date, birth time, and birth place. It's very important for the time. So if you don't know what that is, try to find a way to find it. And if not, just reach out to me and we'll discuss things. If you want your gene keys as well, Please put it in the notes area when you fill out the information so I can do that for you. There is a new offering that I am finally getting out there. It's right timing. It's the Liberate Your Voice offering. This is a session that is a little bit of a shorter session. And the reason I am doing that is because of investment. I understand that my introductory session and offerings that I have out in the world can at times be a little bit of a stretch for investment. The value that you get is definitely more than that, but I also recognize the fact that it is a little bit of a stretch. So this, Liberate Your Voice, is a more focused, because my 952, it's a little bit of a more focused session. There are a couple things that you actually receive pre-recorded so that the time and space and the value is still way above what your investment, but then also I'm not giving so much time where my energy expenditure is still supported. So within that, I'm going to put the, that in the show notes. It's to liberate your voice. I can also put the information in the show notes so that you can look at that. It's very important for me to be able to support you in that way and to make as much impact and help you as much as possible. So the pre-recorded is really going to support that. And then the session will be 35 minutes where we just focus where your conditioning is, what is most conditioned, where you need to have that focus. You'll still get the basics of the chart through a video, so you'll understand that. And you'll also get a meditation to really dive into self-reflection because that's so important as well. And that investment is $150. I would love to hear feedback and I appreciate you. I love you. Happy Tuesday. Till next time. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. 
I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth.